Hi, we're Eliza, Allison, and Carlin, and we're the hosts of Resolved Mysteries Podcast. Our podcast follows the 80s and 90s television show Unsolved Mysteries, hosted by Robert Stack. We have a love for true crime and the unsolved. If you don't remember Unsolved Mysteries, we forgive you, but you don't have to know to get into our show. If you like true crime stuff, ghost stuff, alien stuff, or just stories about weird shit like Bigfoot, this is your podcast. The stories we cover range from totally ridiculous to truly heartbreaking. We do detailed research on all of the segments that Unsolved Mysteries aired, then drink some wine and give you the latest updates on every case. We talk about stories that will leave you laughing, crying, and occasionally outraged. Resolve Mysteries podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite pods. Join us and perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. And so is the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. What? I'm so excited. Popeye's brought back their chicken sandwiches this weekend. Are they a sponsor? Why are we shouting that shit out? Because it's delicious. Uh-huh. Chick-fil-A who? Yeah, we don't... Chick-fil-A's canceled. Chick-fil-A is hashtag canceled. Yeah, But I'm Popeye's not... is forever. Is it? it? It could come out tomorrow that Popeye's uses, like, human meat in their chicken and i would still eat it really that's how good their chicken is yeah probably not but still (laughs) i just wanted to see how far you'd go with that (laughs) probably still too far yeah but you know um also quick shout out let us know if i sound weird this week because it's all about me no um because elliot was saying that so where I record is it shares a wall with my neighbor's bathroom. The people in the townhouse next to ours has it's they, their bathroom is there. Yeah. And they take a lot of showers. <laughs> and they're they all seem, very long showers. They're very clean people. They seem to wait until we're recording and then decide. They always oh, wait. do. And it's so it's the damnedest thing because you can't hear them through the walls. Our walls are super thick. But you, but you can hear them showering. We can hear them when they flush the toilet. It's like the weirdest thing. Like there have been times where like the toilet has flushed and I've thought Michael was in the bathroom and then he'll like walk out of his office, which is not the bathroom. And Aww, I wanted his yeah. office to be the bathroom. I mean, that's my office. <laughs> nine times out of ten. Anyway, yeah. so we're trying to combat that sound yeah so let me know if you hear anything different because i'm currently on the floor in the middle of my bedroom and my desk is a waste of a hundred bucks if this works (laughs) all right uh what are we talking about this week um the popeye's chicken sandwich no we already talked about that all right then i guess we got to talk about unsolved mysteries we do yes it's a good show it is a good show I, uh, I like it. It's on Hulu for those who want. And I think it's also on Prime. Yeah, I have uh, I have some Tubi. information about it here, which we'll get to. It's on... Um, where did I see that? Yeah, it's on all of those things, like free streaming. Um, yes. So FilmRise acquired the worldwide digital distribution rights to the series. And um, they released updated versions of the episodes in 2017. Mm-hmm. And they're all currently streaming on Amazon Prime. 
Tubi TV, and it has its own dedicated channel on Pluto TV in the United States and the UK. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I was just watching it on today. Yep. You ever want a channel that just plays the same show over and over and over again? Well, You mean Netflix? No. I, I want... I mean, I don't love the commercials because, like, it's the same commercial every commercial break. And they also choose weird parts to, like, put in a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to have it on the background without it asking me if I'm still watching and judging me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, in case you don't know what Unsolved Mysteries is, first of all, how and why. Um, <laughs> but... It is an American television series, and it was created by John Cosgrove and Terry Dunn Muir, I think is how you Mm -hmm. say his last name. Mm -hmm. Uh, The show actually started as three specials called Missing Have You Seen This Person? And it was Mm -hmm. hosted by David Burney and his wife, Meredith Baxter, and aired on NBC in April 1986. And because the specials were so successful, the producers decided to broaden the scope of the show to include all types of mysteries. They were ahead of their time. Yes. Uh, The show began documenting cold cases and paranormal phenomenon, and it aired a few more specials beginning on uh, on January 20th, 1987 on NBC, and they were presented by Raymond Burr, Carl Malden, and Robert Stack. And the show became a full-fledged series on October 5th, 1988, and it was hosted by the infamous Robert Stack, who is the creepiest wax man i have ever seen yeah he has the emotional dexterity of a spoon i would say he's a very interesting man and he's the perfect host like i can't imagine it being hosted by anybody else he's like he is to unsolved mysteries what vincent price is to horror yeah exactly but i'd love to see bill Hader do him do uh in both ways yes in both ways yes (laughs) anyway um when i was watching it earlier today uh robert stack like his mouth moves but his eyes and eyebrows and the rest of his face doesn't move he is Kristen stewart yeah he's a he's a little creepy but still enjoyable to watch and a very good he's super fun to watch well and then after robert stack this this was a new thing to me. So so this series is basically just the Twilight Zone, except the stories are real and Robert Stack is Rod Serling. Okay. However, they then eventually Robert Stack retired in like sometime in the early two thousands. I don't really know when. Um, and they brought in like a bunch of people, like the mom from the fucking Britney Spears movie from like many years ago was brought on. I'm trying to remember her name. Virginia, Virginia Madsen. Thank yes. you. She was brought in. Everybody hated her because why would we like women? And she then, was a co-host during the season 11. Yeah. And apparently failed to boost the slipping ratings. So yes, CBS canceled did not the show. Like. Yes. But so then they brought in after like lots of trial and error, they brought in Dennis Farina. Mm-hmm. And for the longest fucking time, I was like, why does he look so familiar? Mm-hmm. He's fucking Jake Miller's dad on New Girl. Oh, I don't watch New Girl. Oh, man. Well, he was also on Law and Order. That's where my grandma knows him from. Everyone's on Law and Order. I know. No, but he was like, 
He was like a um, SVU or Law and Order, Law and Order, Law and Order, Law and Order, and he was oh, like okay. a detective who was on for like a bunch of episodes. I'd say for a couple seasons. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So like, yes, everybody was on Law and Order, but he was like the Andy Carroll or yeah. the Raul Esparza, or yeah. well, he didn't do Broadway like they did, but do, but you know what I mean? Yeah. R.I.P. Raul Esparza. We miss you. Think about you every day. Uh, Dennis Farina, who uh, took over hosting after Robert Stack passed away, he actually yes. hosted 170. Oh, is that why <laughs> Uh, I think so, yeah. I because... did not know that that's why he stopped. I just thought he retired. Yeah, it's uh, in the research that and I found. And he did, just it... not in the way that I thought he did. <laughs> retired a different way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are we kidding? Hang on, I'm looking that up. Yeah, oh my the god, research, you're right. In the research I found, it says Unsolved Mysteries aired 103 episodes on Lifetime, because it, it started yes. NBC, then it went to CBS, and then it went to Lifetime. And um, it ended on Lifetime on September 20th, 2002, and it actually coincided with Stack's illness and eventual death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it makes a lot of sense also that um, Lifetime would pick that up. Yeah. As we'll probably get into. And then in 2007, it was the show was uh, resurrected by Spike TV. So mm-hmm. it's been on a couple of different channels. Places. And actually, recently, um, the show's creators expressed an interest in reviving the series. So it was announced oh. on January 18th, 2019, that Netflix was going to pick up a reboot of the series. I like it. I agree with it. And I think that they are keeping up with the times because now more than ever, especially Netflix, it makes sense because they saw the success with Abducted in Plain Sight. They saw the success with the Ted Bundy movie. They saw the success with the Ted Bundy tapes like mm-hmm. you got a good thing going here i don't think you should stop yeah it's true crime and baking shows that's what netflix is now that's all it is that's all it is except we don't watch great british baking show anymore because they got rid of mary berry i don't care if she left willingly i don't like it all right and that's a true crime in and of itself <laughs> we could talk about that all day long if you want <laughs> oh i could if i i would if i could <laughs> i could if i could yeah um but yeah yeah, it's very interesting. Actually, um, they've kept up a pretty good um, YouTube channel, and their website has stayed pretty active. Um, even because, the, like we said, the show started in 1986, yeah. and it's been kind of an ongoing uh, phenomenon since then. Um, they actually had, in February um, 2017... The episodes that were on Spike, the ones that were hosted by Dennis Farina, uh, they were actually all officially posted to YouTube, and they were split into eight seasons. I have not oh. double-checked to make sure that they're all still there. This was as of February 2017. I'll look right now, because yeah. I've got the YouTube app. Yep. Because who doesn't? And I started to write Abducted in Plain Sight, so we all know where my... <laughs> Uh, is. I also see that between February and March 2019, so pretty recently, FilmRise began posting the Robert Stack hosted episodes up on YouTube. So if you don't have Amazon Prime or Hulu or Tubi... Um, Unsolved Mysteries also has the Robert Stack episodes on theirs. They've got oh, okay. season one, season two, season three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve seasons. And wow. then they also have all of the seasons, so they've separated them into different seasons. Okay. So they've got 
Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack, and then they've got seasons one through twelve. But then they have Unsolved Mysteries with Dennis Farina, and for yeah, that, those they were have the seasons one TV through eight. Ones. Yeah. yeah, and then but they have them separated so that it's not like. 12, 13, 14, 15. It's 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, which I yeah. think is different. And yeah. they even have like their most popular ones sorted. The number one one is season four, episode six of the Dennis Farina one. And what, which, uh, what cases were in there? Poison Pen, Champ, Lil Miss Plus UD, Motorcyclist Samaritan, and Update of the Shroud of Turin. See, that was another thing that I really liked about the show is that they would post updates if something was solved. Yes. And I liked that they would post updates and that they like, how do I put this? They would encourage the viewers to also interact and give information if they can, like with the, um, the, what, what is that? The tip line? His his son, his son got abducted. What series? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, his son his son got abducted the milk cartons um walsh someone's yelling at me i think so yeah 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 yeah. um what's that series everybody's screaming it at me i don't remember i and i call myself a true crime fan um ah, fuck um all right well everybody knows what i'm talking about and they're all yelling it at me and we're gonna get a bunch of dms about it um and it'll come to me at three o'clock in the morning yeah. But it's like that where they do. They, they're they like, if you have tips, if you have any information, please let us know. And there have been a lot of times in which viewers have found these. It's America's these, Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted. Thank you. That's yeah. it. That's it. Oh, God, I'm dumb. Um, Like there was an episode that featured like some kind of home movie about a dude. There's there's over 500 episodes. So like. You know I have not seen every single one. Yeah. But the ones that I have seen, like there was one it was like a some guy he he was like an arsonist, he was setting houses on fire and there was a video like a home movie of him where he was setting one on fire and just talking nonsense. Mhm. And people fucking recognized not just the house that he burned down, mm-hmm. they recognized him and he got fucking caught. Yeah. And then in the early season, I think it might have been like season 1 or 2, of the series there was another case where like there was a con artist that was on the run nobody could find him he was like i think it was the one where he was marrying women and taking their money yeah and a state trooper who loved the show had watched it and ended up pulling him over a couple days later recognized him from the show and arrested him on the spot yeah and i think that was uh one of the biggest appeals of the show is that like you could watch the show and you could solve the mystery. Yeah. So a lot of like armchair sleuths would watch the show and see if they knew anything or like if they had any tips or something like that. Yeah. Or like people who were part of closed adoptions or who had been separated. Yeah. Those were always my favorite. Yeah. Their families would find them that way. Yeah. And oh, wild. Love yeah, it. so, so wild. the show the show covered more than a thousand cases, and mm-hmm. according to its website, more than half of the episodes featured wanted fugitives have been solved, and I over a hundred separated families have been reunited, including Leanne Robinson, who ran away from her father's home when she was sixteen, and she found her brother and sister years later through the show, and she yep. was quoted as saying, 
Uh, quote, I was standing there in the studio after the program ran, and this guy came over and said, I have your sister on the phone. I just started crying. I cried for like a week. That's unquote. wild. That's fucking yeah. amazing. I have chills. There was this show that I used to watch. Um, I think it was, it was probably on Lifetime or one of those shows, or like TLC. And it was called The Locator, and it was this guy who could like find, like, like, like that, like find long lost family members or friends Ooh, or spooky. something. And one of my favorite episodes was um, this girl was like her best, best friend. Like they ran away together. They they um, they were always together. They were so close. And then um, like circumstances like led them apart and they haven't seen each other in like 30 or something years like that. Like they there was no Facebook. There was nothing that they could find each other. Right. And uh, the guy like found her and it was almost more than like long lost family the fact that she like never forgot about this friend exactly. and they were connected back together oh but all the the episodes that they talked about like lost family members or like lost connections or something like that on unsolved mysteries i always loved and there was usually See, like a some resolution of them i love yes i lo i especially love the re resolution some of them i love other ones like there are certain ones that i see them as more like a missed connections ad and mm -hmm. that yeah, they're a little just bit. like that one it's hard not to get a little cynical when it's something like oh like i met the love of my life on a cruise and then we never saw each other again and sandra if you're listening like i mean it's just very yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not huge on that one i'm more into the ones where like okay our parents died and we all got sent to different foster homes and never saw each other yeah again. yeah yeah those are the ones where i'm like all right get me the kleenex yeah let's <laughs> fucking go yeah, like it was like terrible circumstances that like yeah. led them apart, and then they were like all of a sudden like brought back together, which is really yeah, nice. it's wonderful. Like yeah. we 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 love a good feel good. Yeah, we also love when fucking sick bastards get caught. Like fucking rapists have been caught. Yeah, murderers, con artists. Like I said before, like so many people just get fucking nailed, and I love it. It's yeah. the second best way that people can get nailed, in my opinion yeah but then there are ones that i'm like i'm watching and they're like telling the story and they have like all these details about like the person that did it and i was yep. like okay at the end of this segment they're going to tell me that they, that they found the person yep. and at the end they're yep. just like we're still looking for the person i was like really well and that's one of my biggest fears too is that i'll be watching this and they'll be like and this person has never been found and blah 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 and i'm watching it and I recognize the person it hasn't happened to me yet but i'm terrified that someday it's going to happen that'd be cool as hell no it wouldn't be because what if i've interacted with this person like i'm like for example my neighbor it wouldn't shock me it straight they, up would not shock me if, if they, they like, were murdered on scores of people not murdered scores of people i can't say too much but <laughs> they're <laughs> why not <laughs> gee if only we had a lawyer they're just um, always taking showers no not that neighbor other neighbor <laughs> other, other neighbor no they're fine they're fine the they're other neighbor people. the other neighbor just there there have been there have been things where i'm like okay okay that something's not right um but no it's just it's really it's wild and just the reenactments of it too it's peak 80s like yeah. throughout just so overly dramatized like there's no like of course lifetime picked it up 
of course yeah. Lifetime picked it up because every the, episode the drama of it. Yes, every episode is like a 1990s 1980s Lifetime movie. Yeah. Just in shorter form. It's it's amazing. It's so fun to watch. Like you'll see somebody like get into a car accident and the car will like flip 30 times and then like steady itself on a cliff and then fall off the cliff and then flip like a bunch of other times and then the person's like walking away and the car will blow up behind them. It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so great. But and also then they make these people porch unless there's like some sort of reason why they can't portray themselves yeah in the early <laughs> in the early episodes uh lots of the reenactments were actually done by the people, people who the segment is about which is crazy and it's so funny to watch because then you'll have like an old man who like someone will come to his door asking questions and it's like he's sitting there and he's trying you know when like an old person not to like be ageist i'm not trying to be ageist but it's it always seems to be like when i would play pretend with my grandmother for example and they're like okay i'm playing pretend now yes i have seen this person because yeah, we they are ro- playing they like pretend. robot talk yeah. yes it's so funny it's so great to watch because it's just like oh why, yes, I do believe I have seen that person before. It's <laughs> yes. Just, um, according great. to, there was a director, David Vassar, and he directed a hundred different segments of the show. Damn. And he said in a DVD commentary, uh, quote, in the early episodes, if there were any reenactments, we actually had the real people play themselves. The acting of the first seasons when we were just getting our feet wet was not up to snuff. As we went through the seasons, we were able to pay top dollar and get good people. So it just got better and better. And I'm going to say, like, it it got better, but all of the episodes that I have seen, uh, they're still horrible reenactments. (laughs) Oh, yes. But I mean, and they did hire good people, better actors, because you want to know something? Mm. Matthew McConaughey is on an episode of this. Yes. Well, actually. It was one of his first acting gigs. They went down to Texas and he was like, all right, all right, all right. Like, sign me up. Um, there was actually a lot of people that got their first professional acting gigs in unsolved mysteries like you said matthew mcconaughey was one of the first ones and of course he was shirtless (laughs) in his episode that's you you kind of have to yeah i mean have you seen him maybe not after dallas buyers club ruined matthew mcconaughey physically his career is fantastic as a result but it just he, he did not quite bounce back to a fool's gold era Matthew McConaughey after yeah. that. Um, but no. It, oh, but he it. actually spoke of his time on uh, Unsolved Mysteries to Entertainment Weekly in 2014. And um, he, in his episode, he portrayed a murder victim. Mm-hmm. And he was quoted as saying, um, quote, they got the guy. They found him in Bryan, Texas about two weeks after the show, end quote. That's so, wild. Yeah. So the actual murderer that like was depicted in his episode was actually found which is really cool well and then also it's not just people who are even portraying like actors who are portraying like other people like for example cheryl hines and um, yep. fucking snl's taron killam mr kobe smolders taron killam was yeah. on this series which what hasn't he been on because he was also in like a disney channel that disney original movie, movie yes. stuck in the suburbs <laughs> like With his, his tips. career his career goddamn he's played like fucking um he's been in hamilton he's he's like what is this man's career but no it's not just people who have acted in it like for example one thing that i found absolutely fucking wild 
Bon Jovi. Yes. Was he he was not he did not play somebody. He was interviewed. He was actually yeah, he was actually interviewed because his manager's daughter or something got murdered. Yep. Yeah, Catherine and so they were like Corzilius? Yeah, something like that. It was some wild name. I think I think you're right. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, and he and they were just like, yeah, so what can you tell us about that? Like how, how who do you think did it? How does it make you feel? And I'm sitting there like this is fucking John yeah. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Another musician, uh, Ron Bushy, appeared in a story about the disappearance of um, fellow Iron Butterfly bandmate Philip Taylor Kramer. So, oh. yeah, another musician. There was that's um, wild. A football player, Reggie White. I was about White. to say, wasn't there a football player at some point? But yeah. I can never, I can never keep track of those. He those was are in the an ones episode. Where I'm like, maybe he was in an episode trying to find the arsonist who set fire to his church. That's nice. I mean, it's not nice that the church was set on fire, but that's nice that he was like, all right, let's get this guy. Like, let's let's get him. Yeah. I mean, if you're a person in the public eye, like a famous person, uh, why wouldn't you put your face to this exact tragedy and say, hey, like if this if my face is going to bring people's interest into this tragedy and help me find the person that did it, then why not? Yeah. Or in Matthew McConaughey's case put his abs at the forefront yeah so that people like who won't pay attention Mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. and they caught the guy they caught him like two weeks later yeah like what he said yeah i'm t- I'm just saying like his abs were used for good instead of evil <laughs> yeah perfect we love it we stand yeah yeah and you- despite a uh sometimes rocky reenactments Oh uh, God! The, the show was actually nominated for six Emmys during its run. That was wild to me. Yeah, I, like I understand because they do a lot of good, but yep. I'm sitting there and I'm like, aren't the Emmys supposed to be about like quality and artistry and things like that? Like, I mean, the research was very good. The, the research was fantastic. The yeah. reenactments, though, whoo, they boy. weren't great. But the category no. that it was nominated for was outstanding informational series. Yes, yes. So that makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. But it was just like I was like, really? Like, if you had said to me, "They did you know they were nominated for six Emmys?" I would not have believed you. They were nominated. Had I not seen it with my own eyes. But they didn't. They never won. Yes, but nominated. That's yeah. that's still something. That is still something. The fact that people were like, you know who I think should get an Emmy? Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. And then you they say what, that six more times, five more You know more what should times. get a Grammy, though? The fucking theme song. Oh, my God. Which could play in my nightmares. It sounds kind of like the Halloween theme song. Yes, it like it's it reminds me of like, uh, to be honest, I I wonder a little bit if Stranger Things copied it not copied it copied it but if they used that because it's that started in the 80s stranger things is set in the 80s well yeah it's all it's a lot of the same instruments yeah Yeah, i wondered if it influenced it it's a lot of the same instruments a lot of the same sounds uh speaking of the uh opening theme it was composed by gary malkin hi gary gary very spooky (laughs) yeah gary 10 out of 10 good for you dude yeah um what else did i see here i don't know but i do want to know i'm gonna look really quick and see if gary if if gare bear got nominated for anything 
because I mean, I think you should have. I think that it's yeah, it gets it not gets you in the mood per se, but you know what? I, like for example, the Halloween score. If we, we we can go back to that. Yeah, it really puts you in like the movie is scary in and of itself. And but the, the music is so simple too. That's what yes, is the music like, is simple yet it puts you over the edge. That is what really makes it, in my opinion, such an iconic, such a terrifying film. Yeah. And I think that's what his score does for this series, is that it, like, because without it, people would probably, it would probably be a lot more of a running joke than yeah. if, if this was, and just having looked, so he was nominated for an ASCAP award, ASCAP. Okay. I hope it's not called ASCAP. And that it's just called ASCAP. But he was nominated for most performed underscore. And then. Interesting. Um, that was in 98, 96, 95, and 94. He won all four times. Oh, wow. Yes. And that's for the ASCAP Film and Television Music Awards. And then he also, um, the series in itself one in 92 and 93 for top tv series at the same awards yes oh <gasps> and i'm looking i'm on his imdb page like full disclosure do you know what else he has composed what has he composed breaking really you probably would better know this the sequel because it became very memeable break into electric boogaloo yes <laughs> but yeah no he did fucking break in Perfect. I love it. We stand. Yeah. Gary, Gary, where are you at? Yeah, one of the um the producers, James uh Raymond Bridges, Bridgers, sorry. Uh he was quoted as saying, uh quote, the music was so distinctive that you didn't even have to be in the room to know that Unsolved Mysteries was on. Right. Unquote. And that's I feel like that's the same thing with um like Law and Order SVU. I remember hearing it as a child, like mm -hmm. from outside a room. Yep, and it, I, it's right up there in terms of being iconic. Yeah, and then I like I found out what the show actually was, and I'm like, oh, this was on in the background of a lot of my childhood because I know the music. It's iconic. Yeah, it 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 truly. I mean that that really sets it apart. Yeah, so at that's why in my opinion. I'm going to be very interested uh, when the show gets rebooted on Netflix to see what they do with it because mm -hmm. with something that iconic like do you mess with it like do you think of some do you reinvent the original score or do you like make something completely new yeah yeah it's i i love it and i hope that they keep it yeah at least in in some type of way like reinvent it a little bit but like keep the main like idea of it yeah or Instead bring of trying him to do back and have him new. do like a rebooted version, yeah, in a perfect really world. Cool. That would be that would be excellent. Yeah, I'm about it. I'm here for this. Yeah, if you really love uh, unsolved mysteries or you don't know a lot about it and want to know more about it, there's actually a podcast that you should listen to uh, by our friends at Resolved Mysteries, mm -hmm. and they go through like all the episodes and in more 
in depth than we're talking about it now. We're just giving a broad overview of the series itself. Yep. Um, what else do we have here? What was your favorite episode? That's I I so first of all, it's tough just in general because I haven't seen all of them and also there are like I said 500 something episodes of them like I, I think it would take like my entire life to get through them at 45 minutes each yeah but um I really liked what's that one I don't think it's I don't know if it's on Hulu or if it's on Prime or whatever but the one with the um what is her name she she's she's trans but like people didn't know she was trans and it's her name's Liz something and I can't now I can't remember what it is what her name is this whole episode is us not remembering things it really is like it's kind of (laughs) sad it's kind of sad I'm trying to figure out like hang on I'm gonna I'm gonna google with the limited knowledge that I have because I was not anticipating being asked I don't know why what my favorite episode was see it's hard to even say like favorite episode because in lots of the episodes they break it down into multiple different cases and different kinds of cases so you can't say like one i can't say that one sticks out for me like one episode sticks out for me but there are some cases that i like really really enjoyed i actually watched an episode uh recently on pluto that every case that they covered in the episode was about like a hero animal. And Mm -hmm. that of course resonated with me. Uh, They had one where uh, a cat like kept asking to like go outside and like finally the the woman like followed the cat outside and he like dug up in the ground and uh, the, the pipe was leaking gas. So like the cat saved hero animals. We love them. All right. So, Oh, go ahead. There was one that I just saw this morning that um, the uh, service dog like was barking like crazy and like it was very out of character and the woman's like, okay, like we'll go inside, we'll sit down. So like she brought the dog inside and like got to like a safe space and like 45 minutes later she had like a massive seizure. Yeah. And the dog like could detect within like a half hour to 45 minutes if she was going to have a seizure. And like that's fucking insane to think about we love hero puppos yeah so it's clear then that you prefer the ones with the animal heroes no i I like those i like the ones that like uns like actual unsolved mysteries like themselves kind of frustrate me because i'm like like yeah. We're so close. Like, there's know. so much information. Yeah. So I do like, like the, the ones Superman that are Superman one, where the guy that was the original Superman, George Reeves, yeah. which I only know because it's like anybody named Reeves should not be playing Superman just based on the history. Because first we had George Reeves and he was murdered mysteriously in his home and they were like, it's a suicide. And everybody was like, no. And then Christopher Reeves and that whole horse incident. And then he died and then his wife got cancer and she died. And it's just... Nobody named Reeves should be playing Superman. But, um, no, the one that I was remembering was the, it was a woman who, she was like, oh, my husband used to work for NASA. I have, like, a really, like, hardcore great degree. And she, like, started a car company and all this other stuff. And, 
like like my husband's dead and my dad was like a farmer i came from nothing and then i i like am a self-made woman and so then her i'm trying to remember how it went her car company was like using really shitty materials like this car these cars could be basically destroyed by wind like mm-hmm. they were made that shitty okay good. um like i remember one of the things was like they used like the hinges that you would put on like a door for mm-hmm. the car doors that sounds safe sure yeah like it sounds like a good <laughs> idea let's do that um like she she just gave like a really bad name to women who wanted to be in mechanics or like you know what i mean like yeah things that are stereotypically like a man's thing Mm -hmm. but so she like ran off and everybody was like what the fuck like you need to answer for this and she also had like a lot of kids and all this other stuff and then they figured out that not only was she obviously lying about my husband used to work for nasa and all this other stuff and my cars are high quality she was a dude wow I know. I don't remember whether or not she was trans. I don't think she was trans. I think it was just a dude pretending to be her. Okay. And then they found her because like somebody recognized her and her kid. And so she and so then they like arrested her and all this other stuff. But um yeah. I Nuts. now that I, I don't remember if she was trans or not. I think she actually might have been the more I think about it. Um but like she was using her her dead name as another identity oh okay and i think that's what it trying was trying to be two been, people yeah it's been a long ass time it was one of their earlier episodes and i think that's the one that like sealed it for me because it was just like every single thing it it, it was like multiple con stories in one yeah because first she's like lying about her like her heritage and her husband and all this other stuff and then she's like creating these shitty like cars trying to get people to invest in them and she's like laundering money and then she runs away from the police and then they figure out that she is using two identities and all this other stuff like the whole thing was fucking wild yeah it just gets bigger and bigger yeah like i would have been happy with just okay she lied about her dad being a farmer and her husband being a dead NASA dude. And then she stole a lot of money or she started this car company. The cars were shit and she ran away. Yeah. It was all, it was all of those things. things. (laughs) Yes. It was all of those things. And I'm sitting there and it was like the longest miniature miniature part of an episode I had ever watched because it was just, I, I remember being like, how did they fit all of this information into this one part of an yeah, episode I thought the show was always written very well like it, yes. it told an entire story in a small amount of time with a lot of information that could actually help solve it and yeah like we said often did i love that that's yeah. like that's that's one of my favorite things about the show is that like going back to that like that they encourage people to be like all right even if you think it's like crazy let us know if you have any information because i mean how many times has that proven to be the thing that helps 
catch these people. They've caught rapists. They've caught murderers. They like it. It's they've caught some like people who have done shitty things, but also they've caught people with the help of the community who have who are a risk to others and yeah. they have made the world a safer place as a result and yeah they'll talk about some really fucked up cool ghost stories too like it's and they've got some feel goods like they they don't just focus on one topic which i think is really nice they yeah. like any and all if it's a mystery it fits they find a way to put it on the show yeah if something's unsolved they're going to they're talk ready about it. yeah even if there's no way to to actually solve it like the thing right. with the the dogs being able to yeah. sense the um the uh, impending seizure it's like you're not really going to be able to solve maybe science will in like years and years and years yes but it's not like going to be solved by like a tip (laughs) right but they still like brought it up yeah um what i think is really interesting is that since 1986 i mean i don't know if if this changed in any way but the tip line has remained active Yes. So you can still call in and you can still submit information. If you see something, you can say something. And right. um, especially with the reboot being talked about, um, I'm sure they're going to be looking for updates on things that were uh, not talked about during the original run of the show. Yeah, I, I would love it if they did an episode just on that. Yeah, right. They could probably do a couple episodes on like, okay, Here's all the things that were solved since then. And yeah, I, here's what you missed. I, I hope <laughs> they would because um, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And it also would be very, like, from a financial standpoint for them, it would be a very easy filler or couple of filler episodes. It would yeah. save them money if they did it. And the, it's something that the public would like. Like, it, it makes sense on both uh, like from a public interest point of view and then from a business point of view. And I also think it encourages more people to call in tips and stuff. Yeah. Cause if you see a terrible crime and then you see the resolution, you're like, wow, somebody like me actually helped and maybe I could help in the future. And that is how true crime lovers were born. Yes. This will be a fantastic show for true this crime is, lovers. This is, this is dangerous. If yeah. anybody knows what happened with fucking Natalie Wood, that's one that I would like to see solved. We'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah, we will, yeah. because there's no fucking way that she just fucking drowned. But anyway. Yeah. Um, that one makes there's a, me There's angry. a lot of unsolved mysteries, like big there ones are, that I would that like we could solve. Co- they could cover it. Also, Netflix, if you need hosts. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it. We could do it. I can sometimes read off like a prompter or something. I can help I out. Could, I can I can dress up and use prosthetics to look like Robert Stack. Wow. That would be Hello. interesting. On today's don't, episode. Don't move anything above yeah, your... Don't move, just get a lot of Botox <laughs> yes. the day before... No, the day of. Yeah. And just... I'm terrified. Can't you tell? Hmm. Just... <laughs> face is blank r.i.p still love yeah <laughs> he regained all facial mobility up in heaven don't worry yeah that's that's his version of heaven perfect yep uh was there anything else you want to talk about the show um other than go watch it 
yeah, go watch it. Like we said, Hulu, Prime, Tubi, Pluto. All, yeah, Pluto's all of Pluto's them. free. So Pluto's you, free and Pluto's dope. Yeah, it, they put commercials in weird places and sometimes yeah. it freezes. But like, it's basically it's, a TV channel. Like, it's basically like it's free cable AT&T or charter. Yeah, it's literally that's what I was looking for. Thank you. My uh, smart TV has like a dedicated button for yeah. Pluto. So, yeah. and I think a lot of things are moving that way now so um you can also get it on your computer you don't have to do it like through a smart tv or something so yep uh go to pluto tv and watch the unsolved mysteries channel forever and ever it's starting to get colder at least where i am yeah so over here maybe, too believe it or not maybe, maybe you want to 70 degrees up. Oh, oh lord i'm freezing i can't feel my toes like i know people are playing the smallest violins for me but I'm so fucking cold all the time. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it because <laughs> it is right now. It's like in the low fifties, and it's only going to get worse. But anyway, I'll be quiet <laughs> for once. Um, yeah. So go to the website, which is mm-hmm. crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. And there you can find links to all of our social media, which is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can also find a link to our Patreon page. You can join our Patreon for as little as a dollar, as much as whatever you want to give us. And there's different rewards at each tier. And um, if you can't find the link to anything, we are more than if happy to your answer your message. that is mystery. Yeah. We try to answer all of our dms on all of our different accounts so slide into our dms do that yeah just be nice about it yep and don't and be like you know who i want to fuck me up the ass richard ramirez because there's no place for that here we don't serve your kind here yeah we're not into the thirst trap of of true crime no no we'll talk about that later though yeah we will talk about that later um but we're back they're like who would say that (laughs) oh people have oh i know we're back to our one episode per week thank god so thank god um, for us not for them they're very sad i can feel it i can feel your sadness i feel it i recognize it you are seen but spooktober was a fun time don't get me wrong yes october is always crazy for me and then it just was made crazier by the fact that we had a lot to research and record and edit and post and and all of the things and and you got engaged i did i'm Um, so excited (laughs) this isn't Haley's engagement anymore this is my engagement i'm so excited for the two of you you and ellie it's not your engagement anymore it's mine okay good i'm just gonna keep it in a little box you want to plan a wedding then no not at all (laughs) you get to do the hard stuff i just get to cry over it on the daily okay good Anywho, we will be back next week yes. with a special episode. Do you want to know why it's special? Because we're in it? Because it's my birthday. It is! Yeah. She so an if old you've, lady. If you've listened on uh, another birthday episode that we did, you'll know what's coming. So be prepared for that. And we will see you next Tuesday. Oh, yes. 
Okay, Love it. bye. Bye.